Welcome to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. If you're ready for inspiration and tips to improve your life, hear what some of the fascinating minds of today have to say. Our hope is that you'll live your passion and inspire the world. And now, here is your host, Allison H. Larson. Good morning. Got Tyler live in studio with me today. Tyler, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing great. Good, actually. good. Scoot a little closer to the mic there. Oh, sure. To make sure you, our, our listeners can hear you okay. So uh, Tyler's going to be... Uh, going to be we're going to be talking to Tyler a little bit about what he's doing he's also going to be a uh, guest co-hosting with me today so uh, we're going to start by introducing you Tyler and what you do and um, I know you drove all the way into Phoenix from what Tucson mm-hmm. today yep. Yep. how was that drive um, <laughs> <laughs> okay enough said, enough said. <laughs> 75 stay alive right <laughs> okay well I'm glad you're here joining us um, Tyler you you I invited you on the show because you have some life experience that I think it's really important for you to share with the world I wanted to bring you to my listeners but one of the first things that I, I like to do is have my guests uh, give them permission to brag so I'm okay. going to give you permission to brag and we're going to do the same thing with our uh, next guest here who we'll introduce in a minute but I want you to brag Tell everybody your list of accomplishments, what you've done in your life, and uh, make it good. Wow. Um, No pressure, right? So I started the company at 14 years old, door-to-door on my bicycle. And And wait, tell everybody what company that that is. So we created the world's first and only organic acid-free coffee. Okay. So So coffee that doesn't give you heartburn and indigestion, upset stomach, uh, smooth, no bitter bite. And so when uh, my father, he, he's a biochemist mm-hmm. um, by trade, and he figured out when the tannic and lipid acids bloom in the roasting process. And by doing that, um, he was able to obtain a, uh, a product that is neutral pH'd. Um, so people that have Crohn's, GERD, IC, any stomach-related modalities that can't drink coffee anymore, this is their alternative. This is their saving grace. And so, like you said, I started the company at 14 years old, door to door on a bicycle. Um, I've been very tenacious in uh, an entrepreneurial mindset since uh, I can remember. Um, but I'm very, um, I'm a very humble person. I mean, I, I, I don't look at it as, as braggadocious. I, I look at it as I'm helping people. Yeah. Well, you know, so that's uh, so that's interesting. So your dad started the company. You started at 14 going door to door. You you don't go to door to door anymore, do you? I do not go door to door anymore. No, so tell us tell no. us the, the, uh, what's your company doing today? How what what is the growth? Uh, well, we're in 700 stores across the country. We've got uh, 25,000 customers online. Um, Amazon, Walmart.com, um, Coffee for Less, You Buy Coffee, Kojava, they carry it. Um, Natural Grocers up here in Phoenix, as well as AJ's Fine Food, which is in the state of Arizona. But Natural Grocers is in. I want to say 20 states. Um, there are about 200 mm-hmm. stores. Uh, and, and so we're also looking at um, different avenues by, I, I want to say 2020, we're going to mm-hmm. be in um, uh, Walmart stores. We're going to be in a lot of other um, avenues. I mean, it, it's just what we're doing right now is we're just getting our our mindset set so that we can expand and, and well, expansion is very important yeah to and I, I totally agree and uh, we're going to be talking to you in a little bit here about how you got from going door to door basically an idea that blossomed into something that is now 
pretty much worldwide, right? Are you worldwide yeah. yet? Yeah, okay. we are. We are. That's, that's um, pretty good. That's pretty good. If there's anybody, you know, listening out there, I'm sure they would want to know <laughs> how you did that. Uh, but I also want to introduce our, our our next guest who's joining us today. So uh, are you still there, Melina? I'm here, yeah. Good. Well, so glad to have you. You know, Tyler just was talking about mindset and how important that is for what he's accomplished in his business, and he's got some tips he's going to share with us. Uh, Tyler, by the way, is also an up-and-coming speaker. He's speaking on stages uh, to people about how he was able to create success in his business. And I know you have experienced some success in your life and some setbacks as well. Is that correct? That's correct. All right. I'm so good. I'm so excited to get into this whole mindset thing. Okay, so now it's your turn. I want you to, to introduce yourself and completely brag about yourself. Well, I am Dr. Marlena. Just recently um, conferred with my doctoral degree in management or with an emphasis in organizational development and change. Um, su- successfully, uh, the last eight years, ran a, um, several barbershops a bar and grill, just a very busy mom of four boys. Wow. I love that. I love, four. you know, I, I'm a mom of four too. So you, I know Ty, Tyler's really? like going, what? Wow. <laughs> I, are you really? You have four yeah. kids? You didn't know that? No. I yeah, thought you I've had got, like two. I no, know. I have four kids. I've got an 18 year old, a 16 year old, a 15 year old, and a 12 year old. So wow. It's, 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 it's kind of crazy. <laughs> How old are your kids, Marlena? Well, they're not babies anymore, but they're still my babies. Yeah. My youngest is 21 and my oldest is 30. Oh, well, that's, that's how, I, I know what you're saying. As my kids get older, I think they're always going to be your babies, right? <laughs> <laughs> no matter what. Uh, well, right. okay. well, you know, Dr. Marlena and, and Tyler, I'm, I wanted to start out our discussion today by asking each of you what your number one lesson that you learned or experience that you had in your life that that taught you to be successful maybe that was uh, some obstacle you had to overcome maybe that was a life lesson that your parents taught you but if 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 you were to share one thing with our listeners out there about an experience you had that taught you how to be successful in your life, um, I want you to share that experience. I'm totally putting them on the spot here. So uh. go, go ahead, Melina. <laughs> well, Tyler's being so um, gracious here. He's going to let you thank go first. You. Thank yes. you, Tyler, for letting the lady go first, right? <laughs> I am a true walking miracle, Allison. Mm-hmm. The doctors actually didn't have any hope that I would survive. I had surgery. Uh, it's been 14 years now, and they they didn't think I would make it 48 hours, wow. and I'm still here. And I'm not here just because I'm here, not because of science. I'm here because my purpose was not fulfilled of the reason that I'm alive. And while I laid strapped to my uh, hospital bed with the still on the ventilator and, and not fully grasping uh, what had happened to me, because I didn't figure that part out until, you know, weeks later, actually hospitalized for six months. But one thing I knew for sure was that I was left here when others didn't survive. I had septic uh, uh, infection and others were, were gone. My understanding, sometime within 15 minutes of entering the hospital when they had been diagnosed. Wow. He, I was left here for a reason and a purpose. So you and had- it set me on a journey. To understand that for myself and find my worth, um, and now I know what that is, and I want to make sure that others find theirs as well. You know that what I'm hearing from your story, and I think the golden nugget really That's to amazing. take take out of this is is that 
you, when you have a trial, when you go through something, um, you know, think about why did you go through that? What is the purpose? And there's this uh, emotional equation that I uh, read in a book. It's a great book called Emotional Equations. And there's <laughs> there's this this equation that has always stood out to me, and that is suffering minus purpose equals despair. Suffering plus purpose equals meaning. So suffering minus meaning equals despair. Suffering plus right. meaning equals purpose. Yeah, so anytime that we have any suffering in our life, if we're able to find a purpose for that, a meaning behind it, we found the purpose in our life. And it sounds like you had a situation, you had a lot of suffering. You said, what is the meaning of this? Why am I still here? And uh, you really found your purpose in helping others to find theirs. Absolutely. Um, for me, when I when I came out of the wasn't a technical a clinical excuse me coma, but when I came out and they were asking me the question, "Where I am? Who are you? Do you know the day?" Mm-hmm. I thought it was the next day, mm-hmm. and it had been ten weeks. Oh, wow. but I still run into people that had come to see me when I was in that situation, and they tell me to this day they found Christ through me. Because there was one day when the the entire uh, hospital cafeteria was my family and my friends, and they were holding a prayer meeting because I was in surgery, and they didn't have a hope that I would make. There wasn't even a 50-50. There was, if she doesn't have it, we'll see what happens. And I run across those individuals who say, I heard your story. I came and saw you, and I didn't think you would make it, and it changed my life. Wow. And those are the people that 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 me finding my purpose, me going through that whole event was for, for them to find their purpose and hopefully help someone find their passion in the meantime. Well, th- thank That's you for crazy. sharing that. I think, uh, you know, everybody listening can can think of a time when they've been suffering in their life and say, hey, oh, yeah. what, what's the purpose of this? How can I help others? Uh, Tyler, do you have anything to add to Marlena's story? Well, I, I mean, I think... Everyone that you speak to um, has had trials and tribulations and issues in their past, and I I have a lot of respect for people that can overcome that. Yeah. Um, people that can overcome situations that quote unquote are impossible, or if a medical professional says, "Oh, she's you know, you might as well put a, a timestamp on her because she's going to expire soon," and years later you're talking and you're in good health i mean it, it just it just shows that that there's there and i speak on that tenacity is number one i mean if you have tenacity then there's really nothing that can stop you thank you i i definitely agree and at what yeah. just out of curiosity tyler you know you said say the word tenacity and i think that word is used every now and again what does that what does that mean to you well what tenacity means to me is that um so, so when you're when you start a business, when you start anything, pretty much, but we'll, we'll use the business because this is the this field I'm in. Um, tenacity has uh, its grit. What it is is, it, someone comes to you and says that can't be done, and and if you say, oh well, you know, give up your hands, and uh, I guess that's uh, I guess that's that, and let's move on. Um, that's not tenacious. Tenacious is no, no, I'm actually going to succeed at this, and there, you know, I. Let's let's use Starbucks, right? Uh, people say, "Oh, you, you're Starbucks." Starbucks is is a giant. I mean, they're yeah. a multi-billion-dollar multinational corporation. Um, but what I've created is blue water territory, a niche market, uh, something that is very, very viable to certain people. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of naysayers, a lot of haters, told me, "Oh, it can never be done. You you yeah. you'll never succeed. They're they're billions and billions of dollars." And to that, I say, "Watch me." 
Yeah. You know, I, I like that you bring up grit. And recently I read a study that said the number one determining factor in whether someone experiences success in any like endeavor that they're in mm-hmm. comes down to one thing, and that's grit. It Everybody is. had grit because you can be brilliant and, and people are going to tell you no, and then you stop. It doesn't matter how brilliant you are if you don't keep going. Right. Uh, you can you can uh, have an idea, and maybe you don't have you know the, the brains to fulfill it, but you have grit, and you find somebody to do it. So <laughs> you, you just keep going no matter what. It's a, that, that's an interesting fact. And I want to hear your, your story too, Tyler, about uh, what was an experience. If you had one experience, and we heard Dr. Marlena had a sure. near-death experience. And I, I think yeah. that was incredible. I don't think everybody has near-death I, I experiences. And I don't want to. So, no, okay, yeah. <laughs> no, we don't want Tyler to have me <laughs> Okay, we'll put that out there right now. But Tyler, what what is an experience that you've had that's helped you in your business from going door to door selling coffee at fourteen to now having an international niche company where you are in dozens of national chain stores and very well known uh, stores all across the nation? You know. That's a great question. I, I, I would say this. I would say that if you have a passion and a drive to mm-hmm. succeed and want to go somewhere with this idea, and, and I'm using general terms because people listening, um, you know, I started Acid Free Coffee, but you might be out there thinking, well, I could start this project or I could start this idea. Uh, do it. You know, yeah. really just do it. And, and if you fall flat on your ass, that's okay. So did you have an experience with that? Were Absolutely. You, so, so what was that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So so um, we we oversold uh, our production mm-hmm. uh, one time and um, we were... So you mean you sold more than you could actually produce? Correct. Oh, yeah. That's a problem. The, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at, at the time, it was a serious problem. Yes. And we had to um, figure out in a very um, grassroots mindset of how we're going to finish that that order. Um, and it was, you know, in business, there's so many uh, complications that come up and you cannot stop. You have to uh, ad- advise or implement a different scenario or a different idea so that you can get around that problem. So what's what's the one thing you did to get around that problem that you could articulate? Well, in a way, it articulate it in a way that everybody listening could, could use that solution. Okay. So what we did is we, we looked at the, all the options. Um, I don't think people really write down a T-graph that much. I think people kind of... I don't even think I know what you mean by a T-graph. Yeah, so. okay. So, <laughs> so I call it a T-graph because my name's Tyler. No, no. Um, you have your pluses and your minuses, and you write a oh, T-graph. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, and you essentially look at all the value prop to the pluses and all the value prop to the negative. And if the value prop outweighs... Uh, positive to the negative, then chances are you can accomplish that task. You know what's interesting? I think we can do that in every area in our life. Just yeah. as you were thinking about, I think we can do that with relationships. I think we can do that in several areas. Wouldn't you agree, Dr. Marlena? Yes, I would agree yeah. with that. Absolutely. I think that's good. Like if we're if we're looking at doing something in our lives, if we're going to put any time and effort into it, whether it be a relationship or uh, something that we're doing in our business, anything, we can write down what are the pluses and what are the minuses. And I, I like that because then you're always thinking a couple steps ahead. Well, great tips so far. Um, loved hearing your experience, Dr. Marlena. Loved what you shared, Tyler. We're going to take a break now, but when we come back, we're going to get some. Uh, we're we're going to hear actually what 
what Dr. Marlena is doing now with her life, how she's helping people. More great tips from her, more great advice from Tyler. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is Allison H. Larson. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Listen for In the Limelight with Clarissa Burt, international media celebrity, supermodel, and renowned beauty and lifestyle expert, as well as founder and CEO of Envelop Her, multimedia platform for women, and sought-after inspirational speaker on women's issues. You'll connect with Clarissa's super influencer celebrity friends and experts as they speak about health, wealth, beauty, lifestyle, business, the love of giving, and the love of living a model life. Tune in every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to The Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We get Guaranteed, it will be the best hour of your week. Are you ready for provocative discussions with some of today's most powerful movers and shakers? Tune in to The Art of Significance, featuring Dan Clark, the modern-day Napoleon Hill, who interviews the wealthiest, most successful celebrities and business leaders on the planet who are using their influence to change the world. From authors to entertainers, sports figures, educators to military leaders, Dan covers multiple topics. Tune in every Monday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. This is Allison, and we're back for Spotlight. We got Tyler Ornstein in the house today. How are you doing, Tyler? I'm doing great. I, I had my I had my uh, three cups of coffee before I took the road. Your acid-free coffee. Acid-free coffee. Right, he does acid-free coffee. By the way, I think this is really interesting. I wanted to bring up a point before we jump into what we're doing. So, um, in some religions, right, they don't they don't say they say don't drink coffee, right? Correct. And and that reason is is because of the tannic acid mm-hmm. in the coffee. Yes, ma'am. It's bad for your body. Yep. But your coffee has no tannic acid. Correct. Oh, that's kind of interesting. I just I wanted to point that out. Fun fact. That. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dr. Marlena, um, I I wanted to jump back to you. You shared an incredible story during the first segment. You had a septic infection. You went to the hospital. A lot of people with that infection would only live maybe 15 minutes and then die. Miraculously, you lived. You were basically in a coma for 10 weeks. You have people coming to visit you. And those people actually found Christ, found God through you and your experience. You wake up 10 weeks later. You think it's the next day. It's been 10 weeks. And you're still alive. And you think to yourself, there's a reason. There's a reason I'm still alive. And I want to make the best use of my life. I want to do what I'm supposed to do. 
How did you figure out what that was? You wake up and, and you realize that you're left on this earth for a purpose. How did you figure out what that purpose was? Well, Allison, there's about 160 million women mm-hmm. in the U.S. According to the last okay, so hold on, hundred and I, I checked, hundred and sixty million okay. women. Yeah. The last statistics I checked, mm-hmm. and their mean age is thirty-eight. Well, I was thirty-nine. I was sitting there. Um, my but my two older sons were leaving the nest, going off to college, getting ready to graduate from high school. One was going off to college. My two younger boys had started doing their own thing. My husband had hit the businesses that we were running, and I found myself sitting there not sure who I was anymore. Now, I grew up in the church, and I, you know, I, I knew Christ, and I was saved, but I wasn't sure who I was, and I was sitting there, and I thought, what do we do when we fill the void? I started eating. My weight ballooned. Mm. I, then I started the yo-yo dieting thing. Mm. Then, then I just said, oh, well, you know, what else? The other thing as a woman, we do. We try to fill that void. I wanted to have a baby. Oh. So I, the thing was, <laughs> um, you know, years before, when I had my last son, I had a tubal. So that was permanent and forever and couldn't do anything with that. But I went to a doctor to ask, could I? He said, absolutely. It's, it's possible. But, the infamous but, right? But you need to lose 75 to 100 pounds. So what I did is I was going to take the shortcut route, which most of us try to do. So I'm just your ordinary woman in this story, right? Um, I went for the gastric bypass. Mm, yeah. And that's where I was prepared to die, but we're never prepared for the complications because we don't think it's going to happen to us. So that's how you got so, your septic inf- infection was after this exactly, guy's bypass? Yes. Wow. I did not get a good oh, connection uh, when they, they did the process. Mm. And that's where I got this, which is, if many don't know, that's blood, like a blood infection. Mm-hmm. And so that's where the journey started. But wow. fortunately, it didn't end there. So when I, again, came out, so I actually ended up spending six months in the hospital. Um, I went through all of that, did not lose the weight at the time. But what I ended up doing was losing half of my stomach and a foot of my intestine. And so, coming so, home. So you went through all of this. You home. went through the gastric bypass. Yeah. Spent six months in the hospital, and you don't even lose weight. I don't lose weight. Yeah. Because okay. I didn't know that if your body goes through all of that, they give you this great stuff called uh, total nutrition through your veins, and they keep you <laughs> out of weight. Yeah. So you don't, you you can't heal and lose weight at the same time. You so know they that, keep your weight. That sounds like that. Yeah. Uh, what, what is it? What is that calteen bar that they use in Mean Girls or something to get you? Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some kind of calteen bar for your veins. Like yeah. let's just keep you. Okay. Jeez. Well, that, well, that does make sense. So you 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 go through this journey, you come home, and you're you're back right where you started. <laughs> so, right. So what did you do? But, what did you do? But, the one thing that kept me through those six months, and I have—I went in in June. The first time I went, I went into the hospital in June. The first time I saw sunshine is because my physical therapist put me in a wheelchair because I couldn't walk. Mm-hmm. She wheeled me outside in the sunshine uh, when, uh, just so I could ha- get some sun on my face one day. And when she brought me back, I had a day when I was having a pity party. And the nurse walked in and she said to me, you're here having a pity party. There were three of us that went into surgery uh, that week. And, and the reason I know that because we, we had to go to a class to be educated about how to live mm-hmm. post-bypass, uh, gastric bypass. And so I was 39 
it was a 38, and the other a lady was in her 50s. Um, the lady in her 50s had a slew of problems, you know, all kind of medications. She walked out of the hospital in three days, and as far as I know to this day, she was just fine. Mm-hmm. I had major complications, and the 38-year-old mother passed away wow. from what I was told. Wow. And I was having a pity party one night, and the nurse told me that. She said, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but you're a survivor, and you have kids at home, and you need to suck it up. Mm-hmm. And there was all of a sudden this moment in my head where I had had a 5 a.m. moment because I used to go and work out when I was trying to do it on my own at 5 a.m. in the morning. And I was told that you got to do one more rep, and you got to suck all that up. Definitely, I know you yeah. want to quit, but you need to suck it up. That's and amazing. you need to keep going because you got another rep in there. And I kept that in my mindset to this very day. So when I was laying there, having to learn to walk, I even had to learn to speak again, I even learn to write again. And when I would have those moments that I wanted to go back in and have the pity party, that 5 a.m., it smells like 5 a.m. mentality is what got me through. Yeah, I love that. And that's what your book's based on, right? You wrote a book. Yeah, that's what my book is based on, stories of how um, we've gone through the fire We've gone through the trials, and we're still standing. Yeah, and, and we'll, we'll talk mm-hmm. about uh, how, how to get your book here in a little bit, but I love that 5 a.m. moment. Yeah, Tyler, I, I'm 5 interested, a.m. moment. I, I'm interested, Tyler, to hear your thoughts because I'm a woman. i got four kids. Dr. Marlene is a woman. She's got four kids. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, struggled with her weight. I, I mean, these are all things that are, are very um, – I, I think a lot of women can relate, but what are, what is your take on this thing? I'm just curious because you're you're Emil, obviously, and you're you've you don't yes, you don't I have am. children, but <laughs> no, I, don't. I mean, how, what's your take on this whole situation? I, I, a loss for words. I mean, it's amazing what the human mindset, the human psyche, can accomplish. Um, I, I, I keep looking at all these extremely successful business people and, uh, you know, especially these people that are paraplegic and they're running, uh, not running, but you, you get what I mean. They're, they're doing the uh, Special Olympics. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you have so many people that just say, no, I'm not going to give up. And you're one of them. I mean, it, you're case in point one of them. And you said to yourself, well, if I can do one more rep, I'll do one more rep. If I can do one, you know, jogging or wh- whatever that activity is, you decided to do what you wanted to do an extra. Like you said, no, this is where I stop, but I can go one more or I can do three more, whatever it is. And and that's what's brought you to such a better life. Um, I think that's fantastic. You know, and I, I think you bring up a good point, Tyler. I think anybody that's super successful, uh, they've learned how to overcome objections. They've learned mm-hmm. how to overcome trials. And what's interesting about your situation, Dr. Marlena, and I think that this is worth pointing out too, is that you survived, but you not only survived, you thrived. Mm-hmm. So you were given a second opportunity and then you said what how can I teach people from this you wrote a book you know Tyler you're doing the same thing you've had obstacles in your business and you said well 12 years of them yeah and you (laughs) you said okay what did I learn from these and now how can I help others you're speaking on stages Dr. Melina you wrote a book um uh, you know you're helping people I think I think that that's really important and I think the end goal in everybody's life or what we're all craving is to feel like we are are we have a purpose that we're fulfilled that we're somehow making a difference in the world and that is what both of you are doing so i th- i think that's 
that's something that everybody can take a look at is how can I not only survive, but how can I thrive? And how can I take these experiences that I've had and, and teach other people? So um, Dr. Merlina, let's, let's come back to you now. You, have, you wrote your book. How long did it take you to write your book after this experience when you got out of the hospital? It's been 14 years in the making. 14 I've started years. and I've stopped and I started uh-huh. and I stopped. So it's been 14 years. Gotcha. And I, I, could, I didn't understand why it was taking me so long, but there were others that were journeying that I needed to be on the journey with them mm. to fully understand what people are, are where people are hurting. So, so what, do you, um, what do you mean by so that? It's taking me that long. What do you mean by you had to experience other people's journeys? Um, I, my whole goal in my purpose, my purpose is to not only talk about where I was, where I am now, where I'm going, is to make sure that I'm on the journey, that others are on the journey with me. That mm. if you have a cookie that you make and you're, and, but you don't know what to do to fulfill what, what your passion about making that cookie, I want to help you connect the dots to do that. Hmm. You know, and that, I want to ask those hard questions cookie. that you're not asking to get you moving in that direction. <laughs> I'm sorry. He well, totally threw Tyler off there. He said cookie, and he's like, I'm, I'm done. No. You know, I just had a long drive this morning from Tucson. And, yeah, you know, um, I, I like what you had to say, though, because this is, this is what's interesting, is uh, a lot of times people will experience some success, and it's, it's like a fluke thing, like they did something right, but they don't know why. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and y- what you're saying is you want to help people understand how they got that success, understand why, so that, that they can recreate it mm-hmm. and make it greater. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's, that's that very, ab- very interesting. Right? Dead on the nail on the head. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So, so, Tyler, tell me this. I, I would like you to articulate right now. You're very successful in your business. How old are you, by the way? I'm 28. Oh my gosh, 28 years old, right? Well, you started when you were 14, I so I do have to say. So you're 28 years old. You're very successful. You're you're running a national business. You Thank know, you. 28 years old. So, uh, you know, I think we could learn from you. That's what I'm saying. So, <laughs> I, I'd love I, to teach. I'd okay. Love to teach. So, what? How would you articulate that? You've had success. How can you? How can you articulate some steps or some things that people might be able to recreate in their own lives to be able to experience that? Success? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I love making mistakes. Uh, mistakes. Well, are hold on, hold on. You love making what? Love making mistakes. The okay. greatest thing in the world. I, I can't. All right, please explain people, that because I hate making I mistakes. Can't, <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I love making mistakes because. Once you make that mistake, you learn from it. And people mm-hmm. don't really realize that you're supposed to learn from your mistakes. Now, if you do that mistake over and over and over again, obviously there's something wrong and we need to what figure is that, that out. What is that? Like d- the definition of stupidity is. is doing the same thing over yeah. and over again, and expecting different results. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, we, we got to <laughs> talk to you about that. But w- when I say I love making mistakes is I've made so many mistakes in, in my life and in my business life and in my personal life. And I've learned from all these mistakes. I've definitely had addressed so many uh, different problems that I never would have realized that would come up and when you make a mistake and then you you reconcile that mistake and you start to think about well, what did that occur and how was that action and the reaction and um, for every action mm-hmm. there is a reaction and uh, you know you need to make sure that obviously the ones that you um, make don't ever make again but when you learn from them and hopefully the success comes from that learning of the mistake then you can replicate them the learning of the of the uh, success well you know that's really interesting and I think 
where I struggle, and I think there's some other people out there that struggle with this as well, is I make a mistake and I spend so much time beating myself up about it. Yeah, don't. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a recovering perfectionist. I do have to say, I, I like your answer, so just, just don't. Just don't. Don't, uh, don't, don't, beat, but don't beat yourself up over that. Okay, well, okay, great, great, love that. Um, but give me, give, me some, give me some steps. I mean, g- give me something tangible. If I make a mistake, mm-hmm. what's your process that you go through after you make a mistake so that you don't spend a bunch of time beating yourself up? And I, I do have to say this, though, Tyler. I think there is a benefit in allowing yourself just to experience that um, hurt from that mistake just mm-hmm. a little bit so that you don't make it again. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But, no, but where's no, that? Where's that balance? Psyche. And what's the process you go through to not allow that mistake to stop you, but to help learn and grow from it? I, you know, again, it, it kind of stems from my real, real passion, and that's flying. Um, I want to become a, a certified pilot um, some some someday. You know, that's my that's my goal. Mm-hmm. And uh, going through ground school, because I've got 30 hours in a Cessna, uh, you know, they, they always talk about alternates. And um, if you have this issue, then you defer to this checklist. And this checklist will give you the, the option, hopefully, to fix that problem in flight and all that stuff. And if you use that same mentality and that same, um, you know, way of thinking, when you get to a mistake, there's one of two ways to go about it. It's kind of like a fork in the road. You can go mm-hmm. to the left and have, you know, a pity party, no, no offense. Yeah, well, and Dr. Um, Malena, you were, that's what you were throwing yourself, right? You've, right. you've done that. I've done that. We've right. all done that. And we all have. We all have. Right? Um, yeah. But then you can go the other way and, and say, okay, I've made a mistake, but I need to recoup what um, whatever that mistake is, is financially or emotionally, whatever. Uh, I need to recoup and I need to figure out why that happened and how to change um, to how to change the mindset. And, and the great question, Allison, I would say, what do you want to accomplish? Yeah, I, I like how you I like how you go back and say, why? Why did this happen? And here's what I'm getting out of what you're saying is a lot of the times when we make a mistake, we go into a very emotional state, mm-hmm. right? Oh, the, why did this happen to me? I can't believe this. Yeah, I feel so sad. I feel so bad. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the emotional. Yeah. But if we can step out of that right brain and we can we can step out of that emotional state, maybe distance ourselves a little bit and just look at the problem from a logical viewpoint. OK, why did this happen? What do I need to fix? What's my checklist mm-hmm. to prevent this from happening again? Exactly. You know, and you mentioned the T graph before too, that the pluses outweigh the minuses. And again, I think a lot of times people are in such an emotional state when they make decisions and they forget to step back and look at the logical or they're in such an emotional reactive state when they have make a mistake instead of acting on fixing that mistake. And, and I also think that n- number one factor in all of that emotional uprise is ego if you Mm. put ego ahead of confidence you are you're behind the ball i mean don't put ego in there because once you put ego go ahead what does that mean though so so once you put ego in there that's when you get a pity party because you have to be this almighty all powerful all knowing Mm. all all wonderful all successful person and if that doesn't get accomplished, then you feel that you've destroyed yourself mm. internally. Mm. And then you have your own, um, you know, fear storms. Mm. And uh, by creating your own fear storms, you never get out of your own head. Mm. 
talking about mindset, uh, being able to overcome obstacles, learning, growing, uh, the 5 a.m. principle with Dr. Marlena. Dr. Marlena, when we get back from break, I'd love to hear your your thoughts on this, learning from your mistakes and and how you're able to move forward in life. Uh, Don't go anywhere. This is Allison H. Larson. We'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune into Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel and get Amplified. If you want to join the ranks of the influencers, you've got to think like an influencer. How about joining one of the top influencers in the world, Leonard Kim, for Grow Your Influence Tree. Leonard and his guests discuss the topics that aspiring influencers need to know, from brand building to getting yourself published and growing your audience. There's a bunch of fun and even some twists involved to keep you on your toes. You just have to listen every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. All right, welcome back. We're having such a fun time. We've got Tyler here in the studio. We've got Dr. Melena joining us on the phone. Uh, before break, Tyler was telling us uh, about mistakes and how you can really learn from your mistakes by articulating how you made them, what went wrong, and being able to avoid those things next time, uh, make it be, maybe taking a more logical approach. Um, of course, you're a man, you know, and, <laughs> and, and, but he's very successful, by the way. You know, 28 years old, went Thank from... You knocking door to door when you were younger we were just yeah. talking about that break and um and and now you know he has he owns a national company so uh D- dr merlene i wanted to uh, give you an opportunity to share your thoughts on this because i think from a woman's standpoint it's a little bit easier to get wrapped up in the emotional uh reaction when we make a mistake rather than the logical action to fix it true but when we become real comfortable and confident in who we are we're able to use like a process uh, management mentality or methodology um, to study what the issue was, identify it, and then we can make a change to it hmm. or replace it with something that's healthy for us. Yeah, that's so interesting. So I believe in failing fast. Failing fast. Getting back up. Yep. Of, once you're down, get back up 
and figure out what about it you can take away and use and what about it you don't want to repeat mm-hmm. and just continue to leave life live life excuse me it's it's i think what happens for uh, you know as a woman we get to the point where um we, we're afraid someone won't like us mm-hmm. because of and we find mm-hmm. out years later because the because of is why they liked us in the first place. Yeah, you know that's so So we have to be uh, comfortable and mm-hmm. confident enough to just accept ourselves and realize that when I'm not good enough for X, mm-hmm. I'll be just right for Y. Wow, that's and, so powerful. So powerful. Get, you know, that, and that's my desire to help get there. Mm-hmm. How, how, do you, how do we bridge that? We have to analyze and look at our talent. Mm-hmm. Um, what does my talent say about me? That's why I come up with the cookie. You know, what does my talent say about me? Okay, so um, I have to ask, say, what, what is the cookie? In front of Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> what is, what is, is that like how to make a cookie? Everybody loves cookies. Uh, and everybody yeah. can relate to a cookie. Okay. Um, it, it's that feel-good food that when, when you find the right one, I don't care what age you are, you, if you're a milk dipper, that cookie resonates with... Um, your good times and your bad times. Mm-hmm. And when you okay. find the right one, it, it makes a difference. Yeah. Gotcha. No, I, I, I agree. Here's what I took away from what you were saying. Uh, first of all, I absolutely agree. And I think so many times we make ourselves our problems. But one, one of the things that I think that people do that's most problematic is when they have a trial, instead of asking, how did this happen and what can I do mm-hmm. to prevent it? They ask, why did this happen to me? And point, yeah. if you can ask how, that, if you can ask how and what, yeah. you're able to learn yeah. from the problem. Yeah. And if you're asking why this problem happens, it's like you're going back instead of forward. And all well, you're going to do. I don't think do there's is, a response to that. Well, you know, and, and and if there is a response to that, you know, the response should always be, "Why did this happen to me?" So that I could grow and learn, right? Right. right. But I, I mean, people are, "Why God? Why did this happen to me? Why? I can't believe it. Why?" Yeah. You know, if you spend all your time and energy doing that, you aren't going to be able to figure out what went wrong and how you can fix it. Bingo. So. Bingo, Allison. I, right. Sorry to interrupt. I, I like to say that, that I am my okay. problem. I am my solution. There you oh, go. Or go blaming God mm-hmm. on anything. Yep. God did not tell me to go and have that bypass to mm-hmm. do this or that. Mm-hmm. That was my choice. Right. I'm thankful he allowed me to stay here to have another opportunity to do something else. Wow. But that's, I think that's what we need to get really clear. We always want to blame someone else for what we choose to do. Well, Whether that, we knew we shouldn't have married X. Or we knew that we should not have eaten the pie because we had, you know, certain situation. But we still choose to do it. And then we want to say why they, the ingredients aren't the best or, you know, didn't treat me right. No, we made the poor choice. Mm-hmm. We have to go move on from that and not do that again. And yeah. But stop blaming. Take 100%. Jack yeah. Canfield, take 100% ownership. Yep. For our choices and who we are. Step out of that victim mentality. Thank you. I, I totally agree. Uh, Tyler, any final thoughts on that? I you know I, I 100% agree with that. And and first and foremost, I always take ownership of my mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, that has really changed my mindset in business as as well as personal. Um, I used to have this mindset of arrogance, and I I mean. 
I'll be honest, I was young and I didn't know what I was doing. And well, it's easy stuff. to have. I mean, you're very successful at a very young age. I think that it would be easy to be It was. Arrogant. It was. And uh, it, it almost uh, destroyed my whole company. Um, arrogance is ego. All, all these, all these, these, these mindsets of nothing's wrong and I'm always great mm -hmm. just destroys you internally because no matter what happens, you don't ever learn. Mm -hmm. I love to learn. Um, the, the thing that I ask people is, what is business to you? And they'll be like, oh, it's a means of exchanging goods and services. And, mm -hmm. You know, okay, yeah, technically that's correct. But to me, business is learning. You're always learning. You're always changing. Mm -hmm. You always, point. you know, if you have a business that's stagnant, then you have a failing business. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely 100% agree. And uh, you, you have to be innovative all the time. So, yeah, thank you for sharing this. That. So I want to give you an opportunity. I know people have been listening to the show. They've said, wow, Dr. Marlena, I want to know how to get your book. 5 a.m., the 5 a.m. principle uh, teaches you how to have that mentality in life, uh, that drive in life that's going to help you find your purpose and move forward. How, how, how does someone get your book, Dr. Marlena? Simply uh, come to our website. It's purpose in passion so the word purpose the letter in passion.com so purpose get the subscription or send me a line and i will connect with you great and and, and what is the the number one thing somebody's going to get if they read this book i can you repeat that Alice? what's the number one thing that somebody's going to get out of this book if they read it that in the midnight hour when you're ready to give up don't because tomorrow is another day. Bingo. I just got and the they'll goosebumps. And they'll find Bingo. themselves in my journey, yeah. and they'll be able to go another day. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. Love that. All right. And so, Tyler, when someone's trying to stay up mm -hmm. reading this fabulous yes. book yes. that Dr. Marlena has, how can, they, how, can they get, how can they find your acid-free coffee? Google acid-free coffee. Wow. So you're that, you're that popular. Just acid-free coffee, and you'll find it? Mm-hmm. Great. And Tyler, you're also an up-and-coming up speaker as well. Um, how did you get into speaking, and why was this important to you? You know, that, that's always been a great question. Um, why do I want to speak? I, it really boils down to I've been there. Uh, mm -hmm. I've been in literally the trenches um, based out of Tucson, Arizona. When I started door-to-door -door on my bicycle, it was over the summer, and it was you know, 100 and fill in the blank. And I remember <laughs> sweating and having a backpack full of coffee. And <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to sell coffee in 120 degree it's weather crazy. in Tucson, Arizona. Yeah. Now that's going to build some grit in a kid. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely that. did. It definitely did. Um, geez. Yeah. I mean, just keep, like, like she said, just keep going. Yeah. Just keep going. And I, I appreciate you being able to share that and Dr. Marlena through your book too. You know, it's my belief that in life we're all on this highway, this journey to success and happiness and fulfillment. And as we journey along this highway, there's going to be cars in front of us, mm -hmm. right? And there's going to be always going to be cars behind us. And we're at a certain point in our journey. And the whole goal in life is to look for people that maybe are a little bit further ahead in the journey in some way, shape or form mm -hmm. and uh, talk to them and say, hey, hey, what's the best route <laughs> to well, get yeah. here? How yeah. do you get here? And and learn from them and then also to share the knowledge that we've learned right. that the route that we've gone hey don't go down this 
road or do go down this road and to pass along that knowledge and advice. And when we live that way, when we're always looking for mentors, when we're seeking people, books, speakers, whatever it is, events Mm -hmm. where we can go to and learn and grow, that's going to help us progress us on our journey. But then the key component of that is is being able to pass along that wisdom and knowledge to other people because that's how we're all going to make it there. And that's how we're all going to experience success and fulfillment. Well, and also this this is this is redundant, um, but it's so true. Always, always put your circle that's better than you. Don't ever be in a circle of people that mm-hmm. are less than you. Uh, I mean, it, it doesn't really do you any good. And on the other hand, they actually might put you down and pull you down mm-hmm. with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so if someone says, if you say, hey, I want to start this great business idea and I, you know, I'm talking to lenders and I got funding and I got this idea and blah, 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 blah. And they're like, oh, that will never happen, Tyler. You're full of it. Then say, well, that's great. Have a wonderful day. Yeah, um, interesting. Because you need to be around people that are your are your friends, are your go-to. Like, well, surround yourself with your fans, right? <laughs> like <laughs> like people that are going to support you. I absolutely yeah. agree. You know, unfortunately, I think there's also people in everybody's life that uh, you're just kind of stuck with that you kind of have to deal with that. But, you know, as far as you being able to choose who you associate with, uh, yeah. you know, uh, choose people to surround yourself with that are going to be encouraging and uplifting. I like that. Uh, Dr. Molina, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, on my website, um, I have a... Uh, a um, page that's called Wisdom, mm-hmm. and when uh, you go there, it gives you the greats, the people who have been walking the talk, Jack Canfield, um, Bob Proctor, Napoleon Hill, these are the people that I read um, to get me in the yeah, mindset beyond what my knowledge and studying for my dissertation and researching for my dissertation, so you put in a lot of time, and that was good information but this is a must read. These are the people that you must read to go to the next level. So surround yourself with those that elevate you to a different mind process, a different thought process. And that's a good point. You know, Tyler brought up surrounding yourself with with actual people and circles and groups. Maybe they might be trainings. You're bringing up, hey, let's let's also fill our minds with good materials, good books. And, And that's something I've noticed. So I've worked with a lot of people um, over the past couple of years in in this industry of self-help and development. And everybody that's truly successful always invests time into themselves, mm-hmm. um, reading good books, going to personal mentoring programs or having a personal mentor themselves. Uh, they take time to study and to learn. Uh, Tyler, how do you how do you fill your mind um, with with good things? Well, I had the absolute privilege uh, to talk to Jack Canfield personally, mm-hmm. and I asked him a very specific question. I said, if there's one thing, one piece of advice that you could give an up-and-coming entrepreneur that wants to succeed, what would it be? And he said, well, Tyler, that's a great question. I would say read one hour a day. Yeah. Now, was this at the City Summit that you mm-hmm. talked to him? Yeah. Okay, so I want to bring up a point about that. So Tyler and I, oh gosh, we, we, we met at the, the Spirit Summit. We met like a, a month ago, right? Yeah. <laughs> so Tyler and I met a month ago. And this is, I think this is a, the reason why I bring this up is because I want uh, everybody listening. If you're listening right now and you're wondering, how can I be great? I'm going to teach you through this story. So I met Tyler. He was uh, speaking on a panel, an event that I was running, um, and Tyler and I connected. We had a phone call, and I said, Tyler, there's an event, 
in a couple of days in California, and I really think you need to be there. Mm-hmm. And after talking with him, and, and the tickets weren't cheap. They, they you know, it was, a, it was a bit of an investment, plus you had to fly out to California. Yeah. But you did it because you're like, I'm wanting to invest in myself. I'm going to listen to what you're saying. And from that experience, you were able to, to gain some great things. Is that correct? Right, yeah. I mean, it, money is a very, very interesting thing. I have always been self-funded. I've, I, I don't have this huge million-dollar hedge fund behind me or anything like that. That'd be nice, but you know. <laughs> um, so money has always been a huge uh, problem. It's always been a roadblock in my life. And uh, I told myself, I said, I really want to teach and, and to support and to help and to f- mentor, but we go back to the whole entire mentality of if there's loss of cabin pressure, you have to put the mask on yourself before you put it on the child Mm -hmm. because you could get epoxy before the child and and then you're both dead. And so I'm like, how can I talk, teach and help if I can't do that for myself? Yeah. I really like that. And, you know, I think the principle from that is, is when you talk to somebody who you trust, who's maybe a little bit further ahead of you on your journey in some way, shape or form, and they have a suggestion, you jump. You know, you make yeah. it, you make it yeah, happen. And jump. that's, I think that's a key to successful people too. Well, gosh, I've been having such a fun time. I just looked, we have like 30 seconds left. <laughs> we need to close the show. But uh, Dr. Marlena, so glad that you were joining us today. Uh, give us your website one more time where people can find your, your book and um, also those other great suggestions for reading. It's purpose, the letter N, the word passion.com. Purpose and passion. Thank you so much for joining us, Dr. Marlena. And Thank Ty- you for having me. Tyler, one more time, how can people find out about you? Uh, you know what? I'll, uh, it, it's Google. Just Google Acid Free Coffee, but I'll also give you the phone number that you can call us. It's 855-554-3833. We're there 24-7. Um, great staff, American-based. Uh, I'm American. Big, big, big person in American business. I don't you know, believe that we should outsource our call centers. I believe that, you know, if you're going to call an American company, you should talk to an American person. Um, 855-554-3833. Give us a call. We'll definitely help you out with uh, with some coffee. Um, you're going to try this coffee and you're going to be blown away. We have an 88% retention rate. Yeah, I really like that. Can't wait to try it. And uh, <laughs> by the way, uh, both of you, thank you so much for being here. You're both incredible speakers, by the way. So uh, check out speakerscoalition.com. You can find out more about Dr. Marlena and Tyler Ornstein there. Thank you so much for joining us on Spotlight, where we're spotlighting people who have changed their lives and are now working to change the world. Uh, have a great week, everybody. This is Allison H. Larson. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show, can be heard live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go make a difference and be sure to tune in again for the next show.